Welcome, Welcome to, to Castaways. Castaways. We analyze books, movies, TV, and popular culture through a minority lens. Hi, I'm Nathan. I'm 14, gay, trans, a major advocate for minority rights, and a Libra. Hey, I'm Erin. I'm a homemaker, and that is my superpower. I make homes. I'm passionate about decolonizing my kids' education and helping them foster autonomy while emphasizing community and the ways we interact with and care for one another. Welcome to Castaways. Hello. We are Castaways. I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to do that because I was going to do that. Just beat you to it. (laughs) How dare you. Welcome back. I'm happy to be recording with you. Me too. So in this space, last month we talked about our homeschool routine. Mm -hmm. Almost exactly a month has transpired. Exactly. In spite of us thinking that we were ready to go weeks ago. Yeah. (laughs) so um I don't know I guess let's talk a little bit about what is different from our last recording session well we live in a house now (laughs) yeah the last uh episode we recorded in our truck in because we lived in a trailer yeah we were living in a not ideal travel trailer before our house was ready yeah now we're sitting in a really cool 100 year house uh, (laughs) 100 year old house indeed in your bedroom with my incredible view with your cool view it's looking very spooky out there yes it's almost halloween yay i'm so excited we've had some big weeks with the move um why don't we talk a little bit about what is the same like what have we what are we doing now that we were doing then that's worked Circle time, definitely. Yeah. Um, that was an important part of our routine that we've kept. It is. It's just we need to talk about ourselves in the morning before all of us disperse, mm-hmm. sort of. We kind of stay in the same room for the whole day, but that's besides the point. <laughs> um, yeah, we like to talk about how we're feeling and what we're going to do for the day. Feelings check-in is important. Yes. I love that we've added doing some breathing together mm-hmm. first. That's made such a big difference. Oh, definitely. Um, we've added some more reading to our story time. Yes. so fun. Oh. We do a picture book with your little brother. Mm-hmm. And then he goes about his day. And you and big sister and me read a book together. And we are reading... Nevermore. The, the Trials. Trials of Morgan Crow. That's right. The first book in... I think it's about to be a three-book series. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We should look into when the next book is coming out. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, your sister hasn't read Nevermore, and so it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves to be read to. Oh, 100%. That's just the culture in life. Yeah, it's uh, it's been really... Yeah, so I'm, mm-hmm. I appreciate the parts of our routine that we brought with us in the move that mm-hmm. kind of have helped ground us and adding those new practices has been really nourishing Mm -hmm. as well 
I think. Yeah. Cool. So should we uh, take a real quick break? And then, I mean, you've got you've got the main event this month. <laughs> and yeah, I've got a big, a big thing. I honestly cannot wait to just let you do your stuff. So let's take Yay. a quick break and then we'll All right. be back with Mum's Read and then Nate's Read. Uh-huh. Bum-bum. <laughs> And we are back with Mom's Read of October. Uh-huh. I loved my October read. I read The Midnight oh, Library by Matt Haig, which was published in September 2020 by Penguin Publishing Group. Mm-hmm. It won the Goodreads Choice Award last year. Ooh. Um, it was fantastic. It was so good. It was um, like multiple timelines, multiverse uh parallel lives and like butterfly effect like this choice affects this in this way i love that it was like very deeply philosophical Mm. um we both had very philosophical reads yeah we really did and this was like a unique kind of thing in that it was a fantasy book but it was also like really grounded like I would call it almost magic realism Ooh. because there's a lot of like very real life problems in them I will say that um I mean and I guess I should have assumed a trigger warning based on the content of the book but the um the first couple of chapters are real dark uh in terms of the way that it very accurately portrays depression and suicidal ideation Ah. and so like there would have been definitely a time in my not so distant past where I would not have been able to get past that part I totally get you um ouchy feelings no but I like like, felt I felt sad for the for the character and Mm -hmm. I felt sad for the version of myself that felt that way but I don't identify with that version of myself being true anymore so it was like I was able to enjoy it from an observational standpoint, but those first few chapters were sticky for me. And if you're not in a good place, I would maybe save this for spring. Yeah. If you are in a good place and you have a good sun lamp, then (laughs) it was like a really fantastic, um, like spooky, not spooky, but philosophical, almost kind of like gothic-ish. Yeah, it's like, it's really good and funny and um very very thought provoking mm-hmm. i've thought of it many times since i finished it i recommended it to everyone i know <laughs> and that's all i want to say about my book so i want to take another super quick break and then talk about your like life changing <laughs> book seriously experience that has outshone everything else yes all right we'll be back hello again we have returned you had um, something pretty big happen just this week. Yes. <laughs> tell us, tell our listeners, tell your mom. First of all, what is it called? Because I never caught the title. Oh, okay. <laughs> Give me the title and the like author, creator, if you have the names. Um, well, the book is called Imaginary, and it's a combination of a book and a video game, which are my two favorite things. And... Um, <laughs> Let's slow down and maybe, like, so it's an app, yeah? Yes. 
And how did you come across it? I don't remember. I found it in the app store. It just like fell into your life? Yes. It was from Sky Sky Daddy, definitely. Um, Love that. It fell from the heavens into my phone and it was amazing. So it's called Imaginary. We'll get the creator names after this segment. Yeah. Because it's probably in your phone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Okay. Um, I probably should have written that, but that's okay. Well. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever. You're human. Um, Okay. So. (laughs) Okay. So I want you to describe the premise for those of us who might be a little old and (laughs) struggle to imagine that intersection of book and video game. Okay. I can do this. So. This book game thing, I'll just call it a book for simplicity, um, is about a book. (laughs) So it's a a book about a book. Yes. And this book is magical. I love a book about a book. Basically what happens is if people don't finish the book, they get sucked into the world and they have to be saved by a reader. And I was the reader for the final character. His name was Michael. And he didn't finish reading about his character, who was Jeremy. And so he got sucked into the book because he didn't finish um, and he didn't think it was real. And so basically you interact with the story. Um, the characters know your name because you entered in the beginning and it like. But it's not like a choose your own adventure thing. No. It's more that interactions that you like kinetically have mm-hmm. with your phone and the app. Yes advance the story along uh-huh and that's so cool um so ex- like give like a little example i don't want to be like too spoiler heavy no me case... neither because this is like fantastic there's i was gonna talk about something but i can't it, it's like it's it... yeah so we're gonna <laughs> we'll put like a link to the app in the show notes mm-hmm. and with just the disclaimer that it does probably data mine your phone i'm thinking oh it does it definitely like it does. definitely is. Uh, it asks for permission before that though yeah. so it's like do you are you okay with this and stuff yeah it's, it's so, like not unconsensual data mine but yeah but parents just beware of that yeah little caveat okay mm-hmm. um so give us an example of what you mean when you say because like i'm old Mm -hmm. and we used to do choose your own adventure where it was like I don't know turn left or turn right or let this person join your crew or don't and then you would end up with usually one of two or three endings and then you Mm -hmm. could go back and choose differently and get one of the other endings Uh uh-huh but this is not that no so there's no choices that you make but you have to do things to progress yeah so give us an example that doesn't give too much away okay so there's a part where the main characters michael and friends are in a desert and the desert is magical and they can't it's like a never-ending desert and they'll walk for like a hundred steps find a sign that says a thousand steps till next checkpoint and they kept walking and walking and walking and and they can't figure out why it keeps saying a thousand steps and then michael the main character talks to the reader and is like I think you have to do the walking and so I had to actually walk 
a thousand steps to progress in the story. Which you did in the basement because it was raining. Yes. (laughs) Amazing. And I listened to music and it was fun. Um, And your phone just counts your steps the way that it would with like a Fitbit. Exactly. Yeah. And once I made it to a thousand steps, I progressed to the next story. Next story. Next part of the story. There was only one story. Um, Okay. Don't give away too much. I'm not. Oh, that's so neat. It was so, so cool. So you'd perform either like solving puzzles. Yes, there was puzzles and like real life things that you had to do. There was one, there's one part where there's, that's very annoying, Mr. Carr. Sorry, Sorry for that, that interruption. Um, Can't control car alarms. No, sadly, I wish we could. Um <laughs> So you were talking about one of the puzzles. Yes. Okay. In your game. So without giving too much. No, away. I won't give too much away. I'm not going to tell you what happens once you solve the puzzle or don't before. tell people how to solve it either. No. So there's a vault that you have to unlock to do something. You have to figure that out. I'm not telling you. Um, <laughs> no piggybacking on my success. Mm. Um, oh, where, and it would just be less fun if you yeah knew what was going to happen. Where you have to figure out the code and flip the pages in a certain number. Right. I'm not going to say it. A certain number to the left and then to the right to unlock the vault. And to figure it out, you have to do something in real life. Cool. With your headphones in. Cool. And it'll give you, like, hints. And it's really, really cool. I love that. Um, Great job describing it without giving too much away. Yes, because I definitely recommend this book. And it's so much fun. And one so, of the, like, can I ask you just mm-hmm. a question um, to help myself get a better picture of it? Yes. So, how much of this is like text based, and how much of it is like, like a movie? It's like a combination of both. It's a movie with words, because there will be animations. Like, there's one part where they're going on a train, and then the words like go into a tunnel. Love like that. they become a tunnel made out of words, and so it's like. It keeps your eyes going places, and it's not like one of those books on your phone where you're, like, scanning quickly through the pages, and you just, like, bop, bop, bop until there's something you have to do. Mm. There's always something interesting happening to keep you involved, which is something really cool. very important to me as an autistic person, because if it's just a bunch of words, and then the occasional, like, oh, plug in your phone, it's, like, that's not what I'm interested in but it was just like there was never a boring part even if there was like a somewhat not exciting part of the book it was never boring and no you like were absolutely captivated by this I was by this experience (laughs) Uh (laughs) uh-huh it just made you made me think so so much and at the end they're they're even like Maybe the character's going to show up in your dreams or whatever, but you're never going to forget what happened in this book. I'm like, damn, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's so true. You won't. I won't ever. It was so impactful, and I, like, I loved the characters, all of them. It was only seven chapters, I think, something like that. Mm-hmm. But Is there potential for possible universe expansion? I don't think so. It's it's a one-off. I mean, that's, like, that's fair enough. It's probably a lot of tech. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Um, and at the end, you're, like, talking to the creator of the world. I'm not gonna... Mm-mm, but, 
Yeah, and basically that person says, like, yeah, you're never going to forget what happened here. That's cool. That's super cool, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so suffice it to say that you recommend it. Oh, definitely. <laughs> you recommend it. We'll um, give people the info in the show notes. Mm-hmm. We've given a little bit of a warning about data use. And brain hurt. It's going to hurt your brain at the end. I promise. Um, um, also, just a thing, um, you get to read one chapter for free, and then the rest of the book is $7, which is totally worth it, I swear to God. Um, <laughs> like, $7 is nothing for an, a completely life-changing experience. That's really cool. Um, I like that it was yeah. as responsive as you wanted for it to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. It was not disappointing. Yeah, so I'll we'll link it in the in the notes so that anyone who wants to play it can play it because it was fantastic i look forward to running it through our lightning round yeah me too except about yours take a little break and then we'll do some lightning round questions yeah Lightning round time. I'll ask lightning, you. Lightning, lightning, oh, lightning round. <laughs> that scared me. Sorry. Um, I'll ask you questions first. Awesome. I have them prepared. Okay, I, ha- I have five okay, for hit me. this episode. I did five for you too. Haha. Uh, so my first question is, what character did you relate to the most? Uh, the main character, for better and for worse, I... Um, yeah, she was. She starts out the book um, feeling very out of control in mm. terms of her ability to positively imp- impact her life. Aww. And she really has a satisfying growth arc. Ooh. And I thought that she made the same mistakes over and over again in a very human kind of way Mm, mm -hmm. I thought that the author did an excellent job of um discussing that sort of sensitive subject matter in like a really whimsical but dry tongue-in-cheek kind of way so yeah anyway that was my long answer to your short question. <laughs> um, number two on my lightning round is what impact did your book have on you? Oh, like a like total impact. I love a philosophical text and it really, and I also really love taking um, philosophy and like these, these life's big questions kind of um, topics that, great minds have pondered for generations and um just really I I like I like taking that and making it a story and making it modern and making it relatable A, a tv show that I felt did a good job of that in a similar kind of way mm-hmm. was The Good Place oh yep it's such a good show and like just kind of approaching ethical philosophy and Mm -hmm. like life and death and um things that are like 
the things of destiny versus free will, not versus, but it was really nuanced in that way. Yeah, I get you. And I appreciated um, the way it made me think. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three was, what was the most noticeable feeling you had while reading the book? Mm, the most noticeable feeling. I really enjoy, I like it, I find it difficult to be kind of swept away by, by a book. Mm, me too. At this point in my life. But I really enjoy, <laughs> I really enjoyed um, that feeling of being really engrossed and swept away in the story. Oh, I totally get you. I listened to the audiobook and Carrie Mulligan was the mm-hmm. uh, voice actor and she has such a soothing British accent. Oh, yeah. And so it was just like a really enjoyable experience. I love that. Yeah. Um, what's a place in the story you would go to for a vacation? Hmm... Well, she spends time in the book in England, where it is incredibly rainy and moody, and would have been really bad for me if I was feeling super depressed, but I find it kind of appealing Mm -hmm. in this, like, pre-Halloween time. Yes. Uh, So I feel like I could could go spend some time in, in moody english countryside for a while i love that but i also she also spends some time in australia and it's like really beautiful and swimming in an outdoor pool and i was like ah yeah i could get with that too Mm -hmm. so those are both of my answers and my last question was what was your least favorite part because i always i always ask all of these lovey-dovey questions and i wanted to yeah i think my my least favorite part was the um I felt really jarred by how graphic the suicidal ideation was. Mm. And I don't necessarily think of that as, like, a criticism or that, like, I don't want it to be glamorized and I don't want it to be stigmatized. Mm -mm. So, like, I don't regret that that part happened, but it's not an easy read. I totally get you. So it couldn't possibly be my favorite favorite (laughs) and is therefore my least favorite i get you the end the end that's all of my questions do you want to do a quick break and then we'll get into your lightning round questions yeah let's do it we have returned we're back guess who's back (laughs) um all right you ready for this maybe I also have five lightning round questions. I feel like we should call it something else. It's, it's definitely not lightning round. Not all that fast. It's like the it's slowest like... part of the whole <laughs> recording. It's like, okay, so my first We're question. absolutely incapable of giving straightforward answers without context or nuance. It's just not yeah. something we're capable Okay, so. <laughs> uh Question one, is there any other piece of art that you've ever felt this way before? No. About? No, not at all. Um, This was the most impactful thing I've ever read in my freaking life, in my 14 years of existence. And I read a lot, and not as much as I used to. But No, but you do, like, consume a lot of content in general. And this was the most impactful thing that has ever happened to my existence uh so (laughs) i'm so pumped for you yeah so what makes this this is my second question what makes this so special for you um okay (laughs) so not only 
does it add me into the story? Which is something I try to do for myself all the time. Whenever I indulge in new content, I usually write something and design my own character into the story because sometimes it's just what I have to do because I'm very neurodivergent. Um, no, that's cool. They did that for me and I had such an impactful part of the story that made me feel so important and I liked that a lot. Dope. That's mm-hmm. really cool. Mm-hmm. Third question is, is there anything that you would add, remove, or improve about the user experience? The user experience. I don't think so. Because if you're struggling with one of the puzzles, you can you can uh, flip the page and it gets more and more straightforward and tells you more of what you have to do. Oh, I see. So if you're struggling, you just swipe the page and then you get to the next part. So that that was like... It was really user-friendly, and it understood that maybe not philosophers were reading this story. So, yeah, okay. yeah, that was That's really dope. pleasant. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, fourth question. Are there any changes, like accessibility changes, that you would make to make this experience available for more folks? Um, I'm not sure if it's on computer, but I would definitely put it on computer if it's not. Mm-hmm. Because there's like definitely some laptop people who play more games on their laptop than their phone. Mm-hmm. Um, like a lot of my gaming friends, they're like, oh yeah, I don't play things on my phone. So if they could make this ac- accessible for things like that, um, that'd be really cool. But other than that, I don't think so. Like, what about, like, the movement component if someone is non-mobile? Oh, you're right. Like, are there um, ways to get around those things or, like, are, I don't know. I just wanted us to think creatively about how yeah. this experience could be expanded to include more people. Oh, I totally get that. Yeah, there's a lot of moving around you have to do. And if there's, like, accessibility problems, then... They definitely could work on that more. But as a mobile person, I didn't see anything. But definitely for more disabled folk, am I allowed to? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, differently abled. Nah, um, disabled is is the right word. Okay. But, um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard to say. Like, we don't want to get into, like, comparing disabilities no. or anything like that. But. No. It's worth thinking yeah that kind of thing especially um since you kind of rediscovered your love for coding Mm -hmm. after yes this experience yeah that was really special and yeah they it was pretty like there was definitely some ableist sort not on purpose obviously but like, you have to walk, and you have to pick things, like, walk to a different part of your house and pick things up and stuff. And that's just, like, not something that everyone can do. Yeah, so there's just, that's just, like, something to take note of. Mm-hmm. If you decide that building something like this is in your future, which I it is. <laughs> assume that it is, yes. that you just keep that kind of stuff in mind as mm-hmm. you're building it your way. Yeah. Cool. All right. Fifth question. Mm-hmm. Now what? Is this the worst book hanger hangover of your entire life? 
That's a good question. I'm not sure if it is. I think my Nevermore, this the Wondersmith um, hangover was worse. Interesting. Because I know what happened at the end of this. There wasn't any cliffhangers. There wasn't yeah. anything like, there's something going to happen next. It was it was done when it was done. And I really appreciated that, to be honest. Because yeah, I can see how that would appeal to neurodivergence. Yeah. Or else I would have been thinking about it forever and never would have left my room. So I wonder what... Hmm, stroking my non-existent beard hairs. Someday, baby. Oh. Um, all right. Should we take a quick break and then we'll talk about what we're reading next? Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Dope. All right. So what are you reading next, mama? Well, baby, I'm enjoying... Reading Nevermore with you and your sis. Me too. That's super fun. We finish that before next podcast. I feel like that could definitely be. Yeah, I was thinking that we mm-hmm. should include a segment with your sis if we can convince her to join us. <laughs> Talking about our reading out loud. That would maybe be a really good November podcast, hey? Mm-hmm. So, I am currently reading, for nonfiction, I'm reading Mutual Aid. The subtitle is Building Solidarity During this crisis and the next and that's by dean spade i am also reading polysecure attachment trauma and consensual non-monogamy by jessica fern that sounds fantastic and then for fiction i am listening to the audiobook of seven days in june by tia williams and what i'm loving about that book so far is a it is written by a black author and has a black narrator, like the person Ooh, who's doing the audio voice. Yes. And all black characters. Yay. And is um, a black romantic comedy oh. where the main romantic and friendship plots are populated of black characters where the black experience is explored in like a day-to-day way and oh, not love that. just from like ways that are palatable to white people mm, which is mm-hmm. like tropes about slavery and Ugh. yeah seriously um so it's really really refreshing to be reading this um this genre of book that has been so exclusionary um I'm pumped to be enjoying it Mm-hmm. because of that and because it's like sharp and funny and sexy oh yay <laughs> um but I also really love it because the main character um has chronic migraines <gasps> and I feel like as someone with chronic illness that that experience is often also excluded mm-hmm. from certainly from the main character of a book I love that so um, much. In that way. And it's not like um, inspiration porn where it's like, look at me, I'm disabled and I'm here to inspire you. It's like, <laughs> it talks about like her actual experience of being a chronically ill person and like being out in public and mm-hmm. what happens if your illness flares up. Um, anyway, so I'm really enjoying it for those things. I'm also really enjoying my nonfiction reads. I like to have a couple of those going at once because... I get that. Of my attention span or lack 
thereof. Aha. Uh-huh. What's next for you? I'm going to be reading Magium. Magium. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but it's another uh, book game mm. um, where you can make your own character and invest yourself into the story. Cool. Um, I've actually started it before, and then I stopped because I was like, I want to do this later. <laughs> gotcha. So I'm restarting it from my new perspective of... Everything is fake and we live in a simulation. Um, All right. <laughs> yeah. I guess it stands to reason that we should talk about the fact that we're planning on watching The Matrix and V for uh, Vendetta, v for Vendetta um, in the next week. Yes. Because. We could totally do something about that. We probably should. Yeah, well, um, we can add a segment next month or yeah. whatever, but mm-hmm. um, we love... The Wachowski sisters. We love them so much. We icons. Love trans icons. All of them. Um, and we absolutely love a post apocalyptic dystopian revolution. Anarchy films, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the best kind. Yeah. So uh we've got lots of great content that we're all we'll be enjoying. Mm-hmm. And We hope that our listeners enjoy some cool stuff, too. Definitely. Thanks for sharing your story with me, baby. Thanks for sharing your story with me, Mama. See y'all next time, listeners. Bye-bye, friends. I don't know why I said it in that voice. Bye. Bye.